hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, welcome to the Gig Food Podcast. Today I'm talking to Uber guy, Tony. Uber guy, Tony. What's up, Chad? What's going on? How's going on, brother? How are you today? Oh, man, I had a, a bad day. I didn't even work at all today, which was not my plan. So really? do, you do, do you do Amazon Flex at all? No, just Uber. Strictly Uber. Uber people okay. cargo. What? Uh, why was your day so shitty? What happened, brother? All right, so, so for Amazon Flex, when you get to the warehouse, they have to scan your license. And I got about halfway to the warehouse, and I keep my license in a specific spot on my door so I always know where it is. And it wasn't there. So I had to pull off the exit because I was on a highway. I pull into a gas station. And I start tearing my car up looking for my license. And I'm uh -oh. like, because I, I stopped at supermarket last night doing a, an Instacart shop, and <clears throat> I had to buy beer, even though they don't, they don't usually card me with this white beard, but uh, just, <laughs> just in case. Um, and I must have dropped it, like either in the store or in the parking lot. So I had to cancel my block, and I drove all the way home. Aww. And then I went to the, the car wash, and I was like, let me just call the store, see if they have it. And sure enough, they did. So I had to drive. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I, got, I was able to get my license back, but I still I missed out on – the Amazon block, and I got penalized because with Amazon, you have to, if you're going to cancel, you have to give them 45 minutes or more. If you cancel 45 minutes or less, you get like a like a penalty type thing. Wow. So I was so mad after that. And also, although actually, you know what? That trip wasn't completely a waste because I got a, a traffic ticket a couple of weeks ago up in uh, so like the county where amazon is is a different county from where i live and i got pulled over because i had a plastic cover on my license plate oh, and even, yeah. though was, even though it was clean the cop was saying oh it's yellow i can't read it you know you gotta he said if you take that off and you contest the ticket i'll tell the judge to drop it you know it's not a moving violation so it's not gonna be points my license but so yeah, that, out here we call that a fix it ticket yeah it's it's such bull um so like I called the court and like there's no way to do it on the court website or there's no way to do it on the phone. They're like you have to come to the courthouse mm -hmm. and schedule. I'm like that's like that's so ridiculous. So it wasn't. So I mean I was kind of pissed about having to drive all like to this court thing. And so I have a although you know what's cool is that my court mm -hmm. date, my court hearing is they said you can do it on Zoom. So at least mm -hmm. I want to drive for that. Yeah, that's good. Save you some gas. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's always a good thing with us. As much gas as I can save, people are like, Hey, you want to come over here and hang out? I'm like, yeah, I'm not driving. I got to save gas. Come pick me up. Yeah. How much is gas where you are? I don't even look brother. Um, <laughs> you know, the times I look at the gas is when I hear them say on the news that it went up or it went down. Uh, I think the last mm -hmm. time I looked at the gas realistically was probably a few days ago and it was five. I think I paid five forty-five per gallon. Do you use a, uh get upside or a gas party or any of those things I, I tried to use one of those things and the app wasn't working for me so i just man um you gotta man. you gotta check those out i made a whole video about them links in the description below <laughs> there's no reason to pay full price for gas like there's right. so there's so many discount programs it's no i got I'm on, I'm on a couple of discount <laughs> programs i usually use shell gas and uh we've been mm -hmm. with them for a real long time so we have various discounts with shell 
just a matter of me putting putting my phone number in the uh the input keys. Yeah. So you're in uh Los Angeles. Yes, sir. Um, any particular Greater neighborhood? Metro. No well oh, wow. um Baldwin Hills, I guess, would be that's the area that I live in, but it's the, the I drive the greater metropolitan Los Angeles, Culver City, Inglewood, Westchester, Santa Monica, uh, Hollywood, West Hollywood, everything in between. I've never been out there. Well, I've never been to LA, I've been to Sacramento. Oh, yeah, and then and then I had to drive, it's like a four hour mm -hmm. drive from Sacramento to Fort Bragg on the coast. And there's no straight shot. You're driving through the mountains. Yes, mountains <laughs> and pastures and farms. Yeah. We um, my wife That's works so well. You know, I used to work at the DMV. My wife still works there. Their mm -hmm. headquarters is in Sacramento. She was the employee of the year a few years ago. So they actually flew us out to Sacramento, and that was my first time going out there. And we hung out there for like I want to say maybe a few days. So I got to kind of traverse the land and see all the barren spaces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sacramento is the state capital of California, so mm -hmm. that's where all the uh, government offices would be, yes. or the headquarters, yes. or whatever. Yes. So I'm, it's, I'm actually from Albany, New York, which is the state capital of New York. Nice. So my mom actually worked for uh, the the state, like for yeah. 20 years or whatever. So she retired. Yeah. They keep calling her back. <laughs> she yeah, goes in occasionally, and she gets paid like time and a half what she was making when she was on staff or whatever. Yeah, my, my wife works for the county of Los Angeles and she'll never retire. Neither my wife and my mother are very similar women. They'll never retire from their jobs. And I I I was in the Navy for 10 years and I I wouldn't I can't imagine working for government anymore. I would never work for I would never take a government contract. It's funny because I get called, you know, it's like I have well you can't see it right now. I have all these here's all my IT certifications on the shelf over here, but, nice. um, you know, so I worked in IT for 10 years before I started doing gig work. And, uh, I still get calls and emails from recruiters all the time. And a lot of them are for like, like we have, um, Lockheed Martin in Orlando. I don't know why. And then like, there's, you know, there's military bases and stuff. And I'm always get, uh, you know, calls and in emails from recruiters and for jobs for like, County of Volusia or city of Orlando. I'm like, I'm not working for government. Okay. If it's city, state, federal, no, no defense contractors, you know, or I won't work for a private company if their only client is government. So yeah, yeah it's like working. You will not become an anarchist fast enough. If you <laughs> the working for working for government, it makes you realize yes. how, screwed it is yes all, all yeah. the tape we, we have to we have to pull the tape back the tape that the other people don't see yeah you said you worked at a dmv for how how many years uh, i was at the dmv for about seven years seven or eight years mm -hmm. i was What'd a drive test the beginning stages so in the dmv you come in you have to work at the window processing drivers you there yeah, I'm sorry. I just put you on okay. full screen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was just making sure that wasn't my my janky computer. Um, you start off at the window processing driver's license and registration. Um, from there, you can move into little different slots. You can go into the back and count the money. Um, you can uh, specifically work on registration or you become a drive test examiner. I didn't want to learn a lot of extra stuff, so I became a drive test examiner. And I did that for the last maybe three or four years of my, of my time at the DMV, giving out driver's licenses to California drivers. <laughs> so now I'm, out, I'm outside with these crazy people every day now and I feel like you ever seen a movie where the cop gets arrested he goes to jail and now he's just looking around all the people that he put in jail and they're looking at yeah. him like oh yeah you're fresh meat buddy <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I feel every day when I start my fairs 
Do you ever get pulled over and then like they say like where are you going? Or like I'm going to traffic school. I'm a, I'm well, a traffic you, school instructor. Nah, well, we never got pulled over uh on those things. Personally, I like never get pulled over. I'm 46. I don't think I've mm -hmm. ever been stopped by myself by the police, maybe once in my life, but I don't get pulled over. Really? On, on on the drives though, I've gotten into car accidents. I've been into uh two car accidents as a drive test examiner while someone else is driving and controlling my safety. Oh. Were they just fender benders or is it yeah, for the most part. The first one Pretty was kind of, it was kind of gnarly, or that was my first time and my anxiety and adrenaline made me think it was much worse than it was. I, I called off of work for a few days and went to a therapist for my back. <laughs> the second uh, time I was just, I was pissed off and I walked back to the office. That was that. You ever been in any accidents as an Uber driver? No. No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, I, to, I, I've, I've been driving since I was 11, like literally behind the wheel of a, of a vehicle since I was 11. I got my driver's <laughs> license when I was 18, but I started driving very early because my father needed my help. So driving is a huge part of my life. I, I take a lot of pride in being very careful, even driving for the other drivers. I got a couple of videos loaded up, giving people warnings about things you can see uh, on other drivers to let you know immediately those are bad drivers. So I, I'm very careful, very, very yeah. careful. People are like, oh, you can't control what other people do. That's true. But you can absolutely control what you do. My speed and how I turn and what I'm looking at, that forms kind of like an imaginary barrier that I believe keeps me safe. Yeah, I try to be a pretty defensive driver because I'm out there. You know, it, just the nature of gig work because you're on the road. So, like any job where you're driving, like just the chances of you getting an accident goes up because you're absolutely. on the road so much. Absolutely. Like I'm, so I'm always like, you know, every single intersection, I'm like not just looking once. I'm like double, oh, triple course. checking. Of course. You know, you that's like my worst nightmare is I, don't, I just don't want to get like T-boned by a semi going, you know, and even like 30 miles an hour would be bad enough. But imagine getting hit by one going like 70. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been in close enough calls to where I believe if I wasn't paying as much attention as I normally do, I would easily gotten hit. Like I've had to, you know, pump the brakes and swerve to the right because I know that that action is going to take me that direction, and that person's coming this direction. So I don't want to go that way. It's a, I believe it's a, it's a science to it, man. And I I play. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you, Chad. I love driving so much that my leisure time when I'm not working on my other stuff or driving Uber, brother. I play Grand Theft Auto and race people. Like mm -hmm. I'll do that all day long. Go to sleep, get up, and drive Uber. I love, when I don't, the days I don't drive Uber, I have like a kind of a Jones to drive and I'll play Grand Theft Auto those days and just drive around. I yeah, it. I saw you posted a couple uh, gameplays on your yeah. channel. Yeah, I figured somebody might get a kick out of it. I, I'm going to put some more exciting gameplay. I was kind of weak on those uh, episodes. Hey, Eric is here. He says hello. Hey, what's up, Eric? What's going on, brother? He's in uh, Pennsylvania, I think. Hey, Eric P out in the P-E-N. Yeah. So you you're born and raised LA? Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. It seems like a I don't know how it is out there. I mean, I guess like if people are born and raised there, they tend to stay there. And I bet you you get people there from all over the country who move there. That's how that's how like Orlando and Florida in general is like I hardly ever meet anybody who's actually born and raised here. It's like everybody is the same story as me because I'm from upstate New York. And I mean I've lived in Virginia, I lived in Illinois, and I moved to Florida in 2015 um for i mean a variety of reasons but uh like it's just every most people that i meet unless like they're out like if they're in the city or the suburbs like they're rarely rarely from here but if they're out like in the country you guys don't have that there like i i don't know if you saw my uh tiktok but there, i was out in uh 
the rural part of Florida and it's like there's dirt roads and like they're kind of like a roller coaster like they're not flat it's just like it's like this you know and uh, just these gigantic potholes I've gone through like so many engine covers underneath my car also I noticed that Florida is like the king of uh speed bumps like every apartment complex every shopping I don't know we yeah. we, we, we may be a close second <laughs> you know now that I do my driving everywhere and do so much there's speed bumps everywhere and I'll say that there's variances in the speed bumps different neighborhoods have different types of speed bumps in Los Angeles I don't know about out there but here absolutely yeah. the the uh the more adventurous the neighborhood the more dramatic the speed bump yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> the speed the speed bumps are the worst I don't mind this humps or the yeah. tables but those the long bumps, things yeah yeah we have a yeah. lot of those okay. around here we, we have some over here that that, that feel like there's a, a pointed peak like you have to mm. stop your car to crawl over it I yeah, get it see, because it's a lot of they have like grooves they have like grooves and gouges in them from all the oh, cars yeah. that are like way too low yeah yeah now that's what that's kind, how it is out here it's a lot of speeders out here man we need them what kind of car do you drive uh 2015 ford escape okay yeah so from your video it looks pretty roomy it is it's a great car man i i um when i went to go buy it i didn't have intentions on buying any type of vehicle i just want to kind of get something roomy something sort of spacious but not too big that i could afford and when i sat in it it's just it's a great car people get in and say oh tony your car is so nice and i'm like yeah don't mess it up you crazy person do you uh does that qualify for XL? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I probably have on a riser X. Oh, half of them? Yeah, maybe maybe half of them. On 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 a busy day, half of my riser X. I go to the airport a lot. I take a lot of people okay. that have extra stuff or groups of about three or four people. Yeah, that's funny. I don't I mean, I don't really drive rideshare anymore unless like there's like some kind of ma major bonus or something. Um but when I used to drive and I would go to the airport, I would always call the person as soon as I accepted the ride. And I would ask them how many people and like how much luggage. And usually it was just one or two people and just like one or two pieces of luggage. But to have a Honda Fit. And I've had people like whole families of like four, like mom, dad, two, three kids. Yes. And then five, six uh, suitcases and I'm like, there's no way in hell that's fitting in this car. Yeah, no, I don't I have a roof rack or something. I haven't had one like that so far. And I have a nice little speaker in the back of my car, too, because I enjoy my music. I'm a musician, so my sounds are very yeah. important. <clears throat> so it's been a couple of times where they're like, oh, you think it's going to fit? And it's, I'm, I'm here now. I'm not going to tell you no or make you find another ride. So we're going to make it fit. <clears throat> but I've never had anything to where I felt like I had to turn them down. We pile them in and jump in the car. Yeah, they're, they're, they're usually just very grateful that I'm there because they'll say, oh, this driver can, uh, canceled on us or this person called us or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, come on, let's go. I'm out here to drive. Let's drive. You only do Uber. You don't do Lyft. I um, I tried Lyft. Lyft left the bad taste in my mouth. Um, Just just a change of pace. I, uh, I switched over to my Lyft app, took my first Lyft drive. It took me from my house to the airport. I do that particular trip a lot. That's anywhere from eh, 11 to maybe $17 on a good day. Anywhere between there in the general area. Lyft gave me $4. I, I think it was like $3.15 from my house to the airport. That left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Or maybe Uber is too nice and has spoiled me. But <laughs> nah, I haven't been back since. <laughs> Are the rates, what, what's the per mile and per minute rate out there? As of right now, I don't know. 
I, um, I, I haven't I haven't looked since um, since the gas prices went down. It's like it's peanuts in Orlando. It's like fifty four cents a mile, eight cents a minute. You're probably I believe, making. I, I want to say it's fifty five cents a, mi- a mile. It's got to be more than that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know There's a way. I don't know. Quick. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering. I, I, I started out as an Uber X driver, but I almost never do um, rideshare drives anymore. I pretty much just do Uber Eats. Actually, I don't even. That's like my. Let's see. Where does that show? Let's see. Uh, I um. I love. I I love people chat. I love people. Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I, you, you know, you're kind of familiar with stuff I do. I got a couple of podcasts. I do other stuff mm-hmm. outside of being Uber guy, Tony. So Uber to me was just a no brainer. Um, before I quit my job, I was talking about quitting and driving Uber before I'd even begun to really research and know exactly what direction I plan to go in. I just knew Uber created that environment that I needed to meet people, to be out, to be about. And um, I did a video today. I went to the park earlier this morning and did a video on my experience so far because it's been about a year. And that particular aspect has worked out perfect for me. Um, I shot a video with this young actor and I'm actually going to we're going to start working on a movie together. And I met him in my Uber. I met a couple of other clients of businesses that I have in my Uber. So that part of it, I recommend that to anyone. If you're trying to achieve other goals while you're ride sharing, getting in the car and having people kind of at your grasp to kind of be able to dictate and promote and discuss whatever it is. It's perfect. Perfect. It's worked out to my advantage several times. Well, not my advantage, but it's worked out really good. Do you know what, how many, if you, if you go into your app and then, um, where it has like your, um, your picture in the top, do you have iPhone or Android? Android. I'm not sure how it is on there, but on here, let me show you. I don't know if you can see this or not. Oh wait, I should, it would help if I was on camera. <laughs> All right, so um, like in the top corner up here, uh-huh. like it says Chad, and I tap this, and then so it says eight hundred forty-three trips over five years. Got it. I think that's only that's only rideshare trips. It doesn't count Uber Eats. I'm, I'm I have a pretty low rating as a driver. I'm only four point eight nine. <laughs> well, I'm four point. I'm four point nine six. It's not too low. I actually, I had to give mine up. I was about at a four point nine three. I sort of stopped. I stopped caring for a couple of months. I stopped being so nice, and I uh-huh. literally, I saw people giving me lower scores, and I said, "Okay, let me let me stop." <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. It's like if mm-hmm. you're pissed that you have a low rating, and then like the it just kind of so like if you. You have to kind of fake it till you make it. You know. Yeah. Although, yeah. I hate Uber's. Um, rating system is for for rideshare drivers is terrible because it's based on your last 500 rated rides, I believe. Yeah, it's yes. less, la- and it's <laughs> last 500 ratings. Yes, yes. They don't even count the the people who didn't rate. Nope. Well, that's okay though. They must have been satisfied, or they didn't make any noise. So God bless them. Yeah. But I um yeah I'm I'm, I'm about mm-hmm. to hit my my 1,000 trips. Probably in a couple of months. Nine. I'm on 966 trips in 10 months. Do you have any amenities for your uh, riders? Do you give out candy or? Oh, that's a funny story. That's a funny story. I did a video about this. I'm pretty sure you didn't see it because I know you would you would have brought it up. But um, so when I first started, I had hand sanitizer in my cup holder. Uh, the first hole, second mm-hmm. hole, I had a little cup full of little snacks, little pieces of candy, and I thought that'd be good. Hey, you know, you need some hand sanitizer. Grab a snack. So. 
in the process of all that happening, I just kind of wasn't paying attention to what's going on. And one day my daughter said, Dad, you know, you got stains in your seat under the, the armrest. So I looked and it looks like the people were just hitting the stuff and just smacking the hand sanitizer onto the seat. And then huh. it was trash all in the, the, the holders on the sides of the doors. It's just they take the trash and put it in there. So that was that. I did. I had it for about six months. I was the nicest guy in the world. After that, nah. nah. Do you have a uh, like a uh, WeatherTech floorboards or a uh, uh, seat cover, like waterproof seat covers or anything like that? No, I, I need I need a waterproof seat cover. I had a guy. My, I had a guy in the car as a, a, a husband, a wife, and a boy, and I knew something was wrong with the husband. So it's just kind of whatever. He got in the back seat and just sort of slumped. And I could see the wife had a disheveled look in her face. And the son was just kind of like, whatever. I, I got 14 years sobriety. So I sort of know what alcoholic shell shock looks like on a family. So I mm -hmm. sat in the front seat. The, I had the, the young man sit in the front seat with me. And, you know, we talked for a minute. And I, he told me about his dad in so many words. So when they got out the car, you know, I made sure they got to the house okay or whatever. And I, talked to the little boy again and gave him some good encouraging words a couple of weeks after that i was watching a video on youtube and they were talking about people peeing in the back seat and i remembered a stain that i saw after that but i never attached mm -hmm. the two because i didn't even think that the man would have peed in my seat in a, in a five minute <laughs> ride but the drunk guy in the back seat peed in my car and i had to clean the stain uh did you get a cleaning fee or anything or i didn't it was it was probably a week and a half maybe two weeks past the time it, it, it just man i just cleaned it got out there with a hard brush uh, a hard toothbrush and got busy <laughs> you keep your car so do you keep your car pretty clean yes in general like you yes. go to the car wash like every day or every other day uh, i'd say once a week I got. I, I go to. I'm. I'm one of those guys who clean it and then just keep it clean. Like my shoes. I clean my shoes once a month and then I have rags and other sprays where I just wipe them down. The same thing with the car. Take it and get a nice good car wash every couple of days. Wipe it down. Keep the windows clean. Clean the tires. Hit the. Try to hit. I try to hit the car wash every Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. There's a. I think, I think it's important. There's a car wash about a mile and a half like down the road from me, and they have a monthly membership. It's like thirty bucks. And it's a great deal because I get like yeah. you get the top tier. I don't know how the car washes there are, are, but they usually have like different tiers. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, for five bucks, you just get a hose down. But if you like the more you pay, you get like the wax and the clear coat or whatever and the tire shine. It's so, like for like one one. Like if you just want one of the top tier car wash, it's like 20 bucks. But if you pay 30 bucks, you get you can come every day and get that. Yeah. Yeah, so I usually a, go, yeah, I usually go like at least twice a week. And especially right now is the uh, love bug season in the, <laughs> in the spring. There are actually these bugs. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I think they're only in Florida. There's these two black bugs and they're, they're like attached to each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's like, it's the worst when you're driving on, on a bridge over a lake it's just it looks like the simpsons where it's like you're driving and just your windshield <laughs> just fills up with bug splatter yeah that's funny if yeah, i it, if i had a membership to a car wash i may go every day yeah if i had you a should check that's, that out that's like that's yeah I'm, I'm going to that's a great ass idea I should, if they don't have it i'm gonna tell them they should have it like what are you doing yeah. that's crazy yeah it's a subscription I, I don't know how much it would be out there but i mean if it's it's usually like whatever is the top tier and then plus a little more on top of that but i mean yeah, if you can get the wax and the clear coat and the yeah. tire shine like every day. Yeah. That's something yeah. that like that I, I've noticed when, when I've done rideshare is a lot of people would always say they're like, wow, your car's so clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's it's I mean, it's thank you. I'm I'm glad you appreciate it. And but it's supposed it's to like be that, that they're yeah, that they're noticing it. I'm like, you know, 
I it's funny as a rider, I've only taken like maybe you could probably count on one or two hands the number of Uber or Lyft rides I've taken as a rider. Really? And um the last time I took a, an Uber, um, I was telling this on the last show, but I'll, I'll repeat it. So the, the guy had a Ford Fiesta and it was technically a four seat or yeah, he could technically fit four people in there and it's a four door car, but like, it's like so cramped. It's so I'm small. Sitting, I'm so sitting small. in the back seat like this. <laughs> yeah. It's, I had like, like, it's no, like an RX like, seven. <laughs> yeah. I like, it, yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a Mazda Miata with like yeah, a second, a, coupe. Yeah. <laughs> a four Fiesta coupe. I, I was I was pissed because I was like, unfortunately, it was only like a two three mile, so it was a pretty uh, short trip. But I was like, I was pissed at Uber. I was like, there's they should not allow a car this small on the yeah. platform. This yeah. this dude should be doing Uber Eats and Grubhub and DoorDash and stuff. Or maybe have some a, a special designation for little cars, like it's you know like a, a just, that's kind of just a one seater. It's just me. I just I need a <laughs> whatever whatever the opposite of X would be Uber A or Uber B. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe if if they would offer that, it would have to be like some kind of a discounted rate, like people who would be willing to take a small car if they could yeah. get a cheaper rate. Yeah. It's like I you know I drive a Honda Fit and it looks tiny on the outside, but it actually it has a lot of leg room on the inside. Well, in the back seat, I should say. Um, Cause I'm like five, 10 and a half, five, 11. And uh, I, I just saw in one of your videos, you're saying like, when you drive all day and you get out of the car, like you're all sore. Like that's how yeah. I am. Yes. It's, it's like, I have like no, I have my seat as far back as it'll go. And yes. like, if I drive all day, my legs will get like super sore and I yeah. have to, you know, do you ever just get out of the car every, like once an hour, once every few hours and just like stretch or walk Heck around? Yeah. Heck yeah, I'm 46 years old. I have to, brother. It's, <laughs> it's it's mandatory. When I first started, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in this Uber. Let's go. I'm ready to get it. Six months into it, I said, hey, this this wasn't hurting before. What's going on? Yeah. And, and sometimes, and someone told me it's my sciatic nerve and all kind mm -hmm. of extra things. But I do. I stretch. I stretch. I drink more water and less coffee. At first, I was drinking coffee, trying to keep myself awake and keep up pep and you know high energy. And then I was peeing too much, so I had to make some changes. It's a, I'm learning on the fly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something I noticed. Whenever I would drive rideshare, like because I usually love to drink energy drinks, or you know, I'd have a coffee at, in the house. I don't, I don't get coffee out like at Starbucks or anything like that. It's such I've, a waste I've, of money. I've never bought a coffee at Starbucks, brother. I told my daughter yeah. that she didn't believe me. Not once in my life have I. Because I like to make it myself, you know. It's like, and also like because I know. My sugar, like I know exactly how much I, sugar I need in the spoon, the creamer yep. in the spoon. And yep. it's just, I don't know. I mean, that's why I like a good, actually, Monster has this new peach flavor. That's, it's it's delicious. Really? Have you okay. seen that? No, yeah. but I'm going to look for it. Yeah. That's the problem with like energy drinks and caffeine is they're, they're diuretics. They just make you pee. Yes. So, All day. Yeah. Even water, even water does too, but not yes, as bad. Yes, it does. Not as bad, but yes, it does. Is there a certain either a, a chain or a one specific location that like you is like your break room. Cause I always say, I always say here in Florida, there's a gas station slash convenience store slash sandwich shop chain called Wawa. It's up and down the East coast. Oh yeah. I know Love about it. Wawa. I know about yeah. Wawa. Wawa and racetrack, which is, they're essentially the same thing. Um, those are my break rooms. So like if I have to go to the bathroom or I'm hungry, just want to get a snack. Um, like those are always safe places where I know like, you know, for, it's it's going to be safe. Um, it's not exactly the restrooms aren't super clean, but like they're they're there. You know, it's not one person at a time. I hate that. I hate I hate 
gas stations or restaurants or something where the restroom is one person at a time. So if the guy before you blows it up, yeah. you know, you got to go in there like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, because they, they never have windows. Never yeah. have windows. I don't understand. They should give little small windows to gas stations, bathrooms. Come on, guys. Yeah. What's your no, what's, what's your break room or your well, like like with my coffee, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a eat at home, drink at home kind of guy. So mm-hmm. I'll eat before I leave, and then I'll come home and take a lunch break if need be, and then I'll eat and go back out and come home and eat dinner. I don't like I don't like buying food. I don't like spending money when I'm out. Never had. Yeah. I, 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 when I was working at the DMV, I brought I brought my lunch regularly. They would make fun of me. I said, "But you're spending twelve dollars a day on lunch, and not even factoring in how much money you're spending out of your paycheck. It's probably two or three hundred dollars every month." I yeah, mean, yeah, over time. Yeah, and they go every day because it's one of those environments where the food brings everybody together. The DMV is like, "Hey, we're having a potluck. <clears throat> hey, it's someone's birthday. Hey, I'm buying donuts." <clears throat> What's the what about the best and worst public restrooms where you are? Hmm. Worst public restrooms. Worst <laughs> public restrooms near near a beach. Santa Monica really? or Venice Beach. Yeah, those bathrooms, they're they're they purposely make them accessible to people that don't have anywhere to live. And mm-hmm. it's so much hustle and bustle in those areas, they don't really regulate them. So uh, any bathroom near a beach or on a beach is disgusting in California. But um <laughs> the best bathrooms are hotels. Yes. Hotels. That's what I've always said is because it's you, people who are staying at the hotel use their own room. Yeah. And the staff probably has their own uh, private or I mean, maybe they just use the one in the lobby. But pe- hard, people hardly ever use hotel lobby restrooms. Yeah. And they're they're usually pretty nice. So, I've, yeah, that's, I've a, been that's caught, a good I got, I got caught off guard with a few uh, restrooms mm-hmm. at nice restaurants. It's a restaurant in Beverly Hills and a restaurant in Manhattan Beach beautiful restaurants people are really nice they let the the the, the black uber guy go in there and use the bathroom with no hassle <laughs> but there's graffiti and crap all over the walls and i thought that was hilarious you know <laughs> like they, they like they may want it there for decoration i don't think so but yeah those bathrooms caught me off guard so um what made you want to get into making youtube videos well before i started driving uber i was a content creator so uh, my whole life, man, I've been making music, drawing pictures, making videos uh, that over time turned into me actually having a graphic design company, a digital media company, um, working on professional music, uh, producing music, producing people's films, um, a lot of different things that just stemmed from the creativity that was always there. But, uh, you know, that's the cr- creativity is something that will be infused in everything you do. So when I started driving Uber, it was probably my second day of driving. I said, okay, let me figure out what type of content because this is full of content. Yeah. Just a no brainer. Do you watch any other uh, YouTube, like gig tubers about uh-huh. like Harry Campbell, the rideshare guy, obviously. I watch uh, a lot of people. I don't, I couldn't think of any names off the top of my head. I know rideshare professor. I watch you um, driving with jazz, uh, DoorDash delivery. Um, a couple other random people, but but I will say that I really feel like I was accepted into the rideshare community, and that was really cool to me. And you kind of put a stamp on it because it's like you know I started making my videos and saying, hey, you know I'm over here, and with, without realizing the vast community of 
ride share uh content gig workers that there are so you know for you kind of to notice me in the wilderness and say hey look tony yeah. i'm over here come on over hang out with me that was really cool to me and then uh i had doordash delivery van on uh, one of my uh podcasts so you know me and him formed a cool little relationship too so i, I love it man it's i love making content for the gig workers yeah, Van is blowing up, man. He yes. he he's he's got huge <clears throat> ratings on. Um, uh, he has a big following on TikTok, but he I mean he posts everything on YouTube yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a pretty big uh, Instagram following too. He figured it out. He um, yeah. and I think I think the key to his, I think the 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 key to Van's success are his haters because they give him <laughs> they give him so much fuel you know what i mean just when you, you go back to one of his taglines one of my favorite ones take the bus there bozo like yeah. he wouldn't have that ammunition if it wasn't people poking at him you know what i mean and he pokes back and it works out perfectly yeah. for him clearly because i'm not really a conflictual person I'm, i've been on on the internet for a long time i've been on youtube for a while and i've noticed that you usually have to butt heads with people to start to gain notoriety. If you're not willing to get out there and fight with people or argue with people, then it's going to take longer for the organics to kick in, which is fine by me. I don't have a problem with that, but he goes heads up with those guys and the people love him for it. He's a people's, yeah. people's champion. <laughs> go Van, go. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, there's a couple other uh, gig tubers in LA. I think uh, Robert Reese and uh, Ride Zilla, Riding with Zilla. Have you ever seen those guys? Ride Zilla, yes. I forget. Yes, and he has a Tesla. I think he has two channels. One's like just about the car, and one's about him doing uh, gig work. Robert Reese, he's kind of like Pedro, where he does a lot of live streams and stuff. Nice. Do you watch uh, Pedro? Uh, I don't. Not not off top. I have um my YouTube channel. I'm subscribed to probably 200, maybe 225 different gig work channels. So you know, I just hit the hit the scroll and yeah. Whichever, whichever thumbnail is the most interesting. <laughs> no, a lot of times I'll just put them on and let them play and just, you know, listen to them while I'm doing whatever or have them sitting here next to the computer while I'm working and just going through them. Do you listen to um, podcasts while you're Ubering or just listen to music? I've just started listening to podcasts. Um, I, I was listening to music. Actually, I was listening to the radio and then sometimes I would listen to the news. I had to get a replacement cable because the one I had broke. Once I did, then I started listening to podcasts and I had a guy in my um, I had a guy in my Uber. Actually, I did a video about this. I think it was just a short, but he was a millionaire. I mean, I can tell that he had a lot of money, but he didn't dress like or act like it. But he gave me a lot of very good advice as far as using Uber as a resource. A lot of that stuff I was already doing, making connections with people. But he said, if you're in here, you should be listening to empowering things. He said, conversation with strangers is awesome. But. You could be in here studying. You could be in here learning, enlightening yourself. I said, damn it, absolutely correct. So I listen to some business podcasts, some finance yeah. podcasts, just, you know, kind of keep it in my ear. I don't know if you ever watch uh, Tanner Markley, because that's that's something he says, too, is, uh, you know, just instead of listening to music, you can uh, not just podcasts, but you could also listen to books on tape mm -hmm. or audio audio books, you know, and like there's so many free ones, too. Yeah. When I started um, my journey, I, I was listening to the uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad audio book. Yeah, he, there, he just he I likes just that all one. over the place, listening to all kind of stuff, watching all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're, um, I, like I said, I've never been out to LA, but we all have heard the stories of like it's you know LA, a lot of gang violence and stuff there. So like, how do you? I don't know how what kind of neighborhood you're in. Like, do you? Um, are you will you go anywhere or are there certain neighborhoods you know like i like i'm not going there or me personally me personally i'll go anywhere 
Uh, I got a, I got, I, I'm born and raised in LA, so just you know, no hyperbole or anything. But I know a lot of gangsters. I know some killers. I know some drug dealers. I just, it's just like Grand Theft Auto. So a friend of mine, well, we were having a conversation, and he was telling me that he can go anywhere. His exact words were, "I can go anywhere I want, cause." And I said, "Well, I could, I can go anywhere I want too." He's like, "Cause I don't give a f." I said, "Yeah, well, neither do I." So I don't live in that world. To to navigate Los Angeles, you have to choose which side of the track you're going to walk on like 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 literally you walk over there and all kind of things can happen to you you stay over here and you're going to be pretty much safe but if you stay over here you're probably going to get have a lot of ridicule people are going to make fun of you it might not be as fun as it seems like they're having but that was mm -hmm. a decision i made and i had a father my father was not fucking playing around so he wasn't going for any of the things that my other friends got away with because there was nobody really there to check them at home i had a father at home and my dad was the mailman in my neighborhood so in Los Angeles, what they call it is jumping off the porch. You jump off the porch, start hanging out with your friends, start hanging out with your friends and their brothers, and then you join the gang. When I jumped off the porch, the people in the neighborhood literally said, no, get away from us. Your father's the mailman. You can't play with us. <laughs> and that's that. So my childhood was sort of away from everybody across the street because my father wouldn't allow me to go over there. I still was their friend. I just couldn't become what L.A. dictated all the young black men were becoming at the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'll you try ever to do had any uh, my sons. you ever had any like people try to rob you or mm -hmm. rob me personally no i got <laughs> robbed when i was working for u-haul i used to work for u-haul the moving company and a guy came in there and robbed us and for whatever reason i was his go-to man so he walks in and he puts the gun to the back of my head and said don't turn around but i think i think it's one of my buddies so i turned around like man what the and i said oh wow this is a dude with a gun so he robs, <laughs> he, he robs the place with a gun to the back of my head the whole time. Oddly, I was never scared, but um, that was that. He took the money and he left. Hmm. I've never been robbed myself because because my like my father my father trained me the way that you're supposed to train your son. I believe as a man, the things that you've learned and the things you've overcome obstacles the whole nine yards. As a father, you, your son gets here and you know he's going to face those same adversities. So you got to let him know what he's up against before he's even old enough to understand it. I think my father did that for me. So a lot of pitfalls and stuff, brother, I literally saw them coming. Just walked around, man. <laughs> walked around. I've never been to jail, never been arrested, nothing like that. Yeah, that's good. What's a, Do you drive more or less the same hours every day? or? Yeah, my, my hours for the most part are usually six to three. Sometimes I'll shift it over a little bit one way or another, but but for the most part, early morning to early afternoon. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. <laughs> no, no, no. That's too much driving for me. My body, my, my old yeah. bones wouldn't be able to handle it. My shoulder would fall out of socket. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, if you're driving at night in L.A., I would imagine <laughs> that's when all the crazy people come out i don't <laughs> I, yeah i refuse to drive at night i did it um i did it once because my wife and i were arguing so i figured if i was going to leave the house i might as well go make some money but mm -hmm. i don't i don't drive at night uh i've avoided i purposely avoid danger and it's been working for almost 50 years <laughs> yeah i've had um i've 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 tried a lot of different shifts um like there's times where, like i would get up at, like five in the morning work out and then i'd try to be out the door by 6 30 or 7 um and then like what i what i'm doing right now is i get up at like eight and i work out and eat lunch so that way i'm already i've already had breakfast and lunch before i even leave the house so i don't have to bring food with me right and um 
lately, like I said, I've been doing these these Amazon flex blocks. They're at a Daytona Beach, which is about 40 miles. And usually they start at three. So I have to leave here about two. And so like I that that takes like three hours, but they pay like twenty anywhere from like twenty-five to thirty-five or more per hour. So I can like make a hundred bucks in the first three hours and then I'm already halfway or more than halfway to my goal. I don't really have a goal. I mean, I'd say like probably 150 a day is probably my goal, but I prefer yeah. to hit like 200. Yes, I understand that and, totally, uh, brother. We're, we're on the same wavelength. So if I finish Amazon early, then I start doing Instacart, Corner Shop. I'll do Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, like right around the dinner rush too. And then that's why like I had to schedule our, our show for 10 and like Hannibal and I, when we do our show on Monday nights, I schedule it for 10 because I never know if I'm going to be home at 6.30 or 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. Like last night, I didn't get home to like quarter to 10. I had to like scramble to make our show start on time. And like I said, uh, I got totally hosed today. Actually, I, I might not work tomorrow either because I got to get my car fixed. Um, well, I had nothing, to, nothing wrong with kicking back and, you know, doing some self-care yeah. for you and your car. Yeah. I, you'd be that that Honda Fit has taken such a beating. It's a uh, what? It's about six. It's about five years old. It's got 130,000 miles on it. Mm. I've had, I've been in two accidents. They're both fender benders. I've had to have the the splash shield or the engine cover or whatever you call it. I've had to replace like four or five times, maybe six. Wow. Um, just other little, and then just like regular maintenance and stuff. Like I go through tires. Yes. Like that. Yes. You know? Yes. I did. Oil I, changes. That's, that's part of my video today. I said, wow, I didn't expect to go through so much so many tires and so much oil when I first started mm -hmm. driving Uber. I said, oh, no, it'll be fine. My tire said the hell it will. I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened, man, but I, I got a tire guy because of Uber. But the last time I went to uh, have my tire repaired, I just bought new tires. It didn't make any sense. But there was like a hole in my tire and I couldn't for the life of me understand what the hell could have possibly put a hole in that tire. But you, but it's uh, no telling. I stopped driving through alleys though. When I first started Uber, I would go into alleys. I stopped going into alleys. This was, some of my bad, uh, some of my one star reviews, I'm sure, is because I refuse to take them down the alley. You got to walk. I'm not going down <laughs> my alleys. Forget that. Yeah, might be somebody had around the corner with a gun or something. Or yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm 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 on them already. Uh, two blocks away. I I, I got my my antennas up checking it out I, I i do a lot of videos about safety i don't you know i know they're not they don't uh garner a whole lot of attention for whatever reason but i try to tell people or give people tips and clues and things that they can do to make it safer for themselves because only so much control we can have over what happens when it happens but the time before it happens oh man the world is ours you got to pay attention you gotta listen i don't think it's anything wrong with sometimes choosing not to take a ride because it's not in the best part of town forget that you know what i'm Risking your safety over like $7 because mm -hmm. on a whim or a maybe, nah, I've canceled rides because I know that that's not a good neighborhood and I'm not, I refuse to even take that chance. Yeah. That's kind of what I was saying before. You know, it's like, that's how, that's how it is here. It's kind of like, you know, I'll drop somebody off in a bad neighborhood, but mm -hmm. like, I'll, I'll turn it off. Like I'll hit last ride or something. Cause like, I just don't want to pick anybody up in those neighborhoods. There's been times where I picked up people just, I don't know what they were on. You know, or like they're just drunk out of their mind. I've ha I've never had anybody throw up in my car, and I used to have those hospital grade barf bags. You, know? <laughs> you, you know those blue ones? Yes. Do you have those in your car? No, nah, I don't have anything in there. If they throw up, they I don't know what the hell I would do. I, yeah. I would be stuck, Chad. We just I don't know. 
Hopefully it never happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you're driving during the day, the chances of that happening are pretty low. Actually, you know, I, I, I did have. I've had quite a few. I've had a, quite a few day drunks in my car. You'd be surprised <laughs> because I go to so many different places in the city. Like I, I you know, I like to. I, I don't like to stay just over here. So I let a ride take me, you know, to to to. I don't know, past Hollywood into the mountains or something, just to come back and go through these different neighborhoods. And sometimes I go places where everybody's drunk all day. Especially West Hollywood. West Hollywood is a very chill all day type of city so like this guy's just sitting outside sipping margaritas or drinking beers having lunch shopping at target then they hop the drunk ass in my car <laughs> <laughs> there's a bug in here uh-oh yeah or uh like if there's a beer fest or a wine fest you know it's always usually on a, like a saturday afternoon yes actually you know who who what i was gonna say is the, I, the one person that threw up in my car and if this counts or not is like a little three-year-old girl i picked this mom and dad and their daughter up from like a motel and they had to go to the hospital it was like calling an uber is a lot cheaper than an ambulance you know they're like oh our daughter has the flu and like you can they had they had their own barf bag and i can hear her throwing up in it and uh this this is a lot this was like five years ago this is way way before covid but um yeah i used to when i started driving uber i lived out in lakeland florida which is the city just kind of in the middle of nowhere and um that's where the Publix headquarters is. Cause I used to work for Publix at the headquarters. And I, I, when I bought my Honda fit, I was like, well, I should start doing Uber on the weekends just to kind of like help pay it off, you know? And, uh, I would usually end up out in Tampa or Orlando. And then on Friday and Saturday nights, cause I used to work Sunday through Thursday. And yeah, sure enough, I'd almost always end up with like drunk college girls in the car, which is probably drunk college girls are probably my favorite clientele i don't know if you ever have those in your car mm-hmm. but uh yeah they're pretty cool the worst is like drunk frat guys yeah they're bros. All like, yeah they're all like <laughs> fighting with each other like they're trying to like film a jackass yeah. show in my car i'm like guys <laughs> calm down i never had to kick it you ever had to kick anybody out nah nah I've, I've had i've had some intense conversations with people uh, i pulled over one time and i told a guy i said if we keep on arguing then it's just, I don't know, we might get into an accident or we may not ever get there. So you can either tr- you can either trust what I'm telling you and I can get to the destination so you can get the hell out of my car or we can continue to sit here. It's up to you. He didn't say anything, he, so I, conti- I continued driving. Was he uh, like backseat driving, like trying to tell yes. you where to go? Yeah, he was asking me where that. I was going. And I said, well, the way that Uber drivers drive for the most part to make it easier on us is that we just follow the direction that's given on the app. I'm not looking for any streets. I'm not looking for any addresses. I'm going where you told Uber you wanted to go. So anything beyond that, we'll get to the destination. However, we get there, you just have to relax. Yeah, that's that's how I am too. Cause I do you you so you just use the in-app nav? Cause I always use Waze. Yeah, no, I I've never I never really had a reason to use any other app. That 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 one works pretty good for me. I don't have do any you keep the about uh it. I like the tur- the turn by turn directions where it'll say turn left on Johnson Street or that way, that way that they hear it too, you know. Yes, so they, yes. The problem, the only problem with that is then they start backseat driving. They're like, "Oh no, don't go that way. Go this way." Well, I've turned it. I turned it off maybe a month ago. I just no. I don't know. It's it's just easier. I just kind of can see it out the corner of my eye. And if I'm in a place that's really unfamiliar to me, then I will turn it on because I'm looking and listening at the same time. But for the most part now, I think I I have it down to a to a science. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it works on Uber, but you can if you have like a like a Raycon, one of those wireless earbuds, you can mm-hmm. put it in just one ear and like it'll 
do the turn by turn directions just in the the Bluetooth, but you oh, can wow. still it'll still like if you play your music through your phone or whatever, because that's what I do. I always hated it when I pick up college kids and they want to plug their phone into my car. I've never and I'll be like that. I'll be like, dude, it's like it's a five minute drive. You can't you can't go five minutes without hearing Wow, Kodak that, Black think, or whatever. <laughs> that would drive me insane <laughs> if one of those damn kids got in my car and asked me to listen to their music. Wow, that's that's never happened to me. They've asked me, can they charge it? And of course you can mm. charge your phone, but I haven't had that one yet. That would probably be like, what? Are you crazy? You better sit back and put on your damn seatbelt. That's probably my biggest pet peeve is the fact that people refuse to put on the seatbelts. Yeah, that's that's mine too, especially if they're sitting in the passenger seat because like it'll just start beeping and. I had a, I, that, that's what I was saying. Like I got really close to kicking people out because they would sit in the front seat and be like, you got to put your seatbelt on. And, and if somebody sit in the back seat and they don't want to put their seatbelt on, I'm like, all right, well, don't sit behind me then. Right. If, we, if I get a stomp on the brake, <laughs> you're just going to crush me from behind. I told a guy, I said, if we get into an accident and you go flying through the windshield, you may live, you may die. It's really no telling. But why subject me to seeing something so traumatic when you can just put on your seatbelt? Yeah. He said, oh. Oh, well, since you put it like that, I'm like, yeah, man, just put on your damn seatbelt. I've had so many conversations where I've had to explain to adults the benefits of having a seatbelt on. It's incredible to me how people will rationalize not wearing it. Exactly. You know, that that's the probably the biggest surprise I've had as an Uber and Lyft driver is the the amount of people that as soon as they get in and buckle their seatbelt is probably like 10%. Yeah. It's a. I thought it was a Florida thing because I was just always raised like as soon as you get into a car, you put your seatbelt on. It makes sense it, to me. Yeah, it's it's also when people don't put their seatbelt on, what they're essentially saying is, I have no idea who this guy is. I have no idea how good of a driver is, but I am one hundred percent certain that nothing bad is going to happen. So I don't need to do this. You know. Yeah, I've had a guy tell me, "So I trust your driving." I said, "You shouldn't." Yeah, no, you don't know me. <laughs> no, you should. I said I could be drunk right now. You have no clue. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. Yeah. I've I've given out once I rate I rate the customers. Uh I've given out one stars for no seatbelt. Hmm. I would pretty much give everybody five or just not rate them at all, unless they were like being a jackass or you know belligerent or whatever. Um, because there are certain people where it's just like I or, or they might not they could be perfectly pleasant, but they stink to high hell. <laughs> you know, you ever pick up people like at the gym or like the worst is like if they're like a short order cook or something and like they're working in some uh what's that this is air oh, like a- uh, air freshener from bath and body works okay I carry, I carry one of these inside the car after every passenger a couple of squirts in the back seat i just i just use lysol yeah no nah, i don't know i like that it's- i like to smell good they like to smell good too they get in yeah. oh your car smells so nice yeah oh, yeah give me those five stars lady yeah, like what, what I was saying is like the worst is you pick somebody up who like they work like in a pizzeria in, in the summer and it's like 150 degrees in there with the ovens and yes. they're just soaked in sweat. Yes, it's like they're perfectly nice people, but they just stink, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I picked up people after basketball practice. Uh, people like to call Uber after they jog. I don't know if it's an L.A. thing, but people mm-hmm. in L.A., they'll jog for three or four miles and then call an Uber to go back home. <laughs> I've never had to do that because I, I run, I run actually tomorrow is my run day. I run nice. three, three days a week. I run eight miles and actually oh, nice. If you, if you caught my show with Hannibal uh, last night, I said, you know, I ran 10 miles yesterday. I usually only do eight. 
Nice. And when I hit when I hit aisle aisle when I hit uh, mile nine, kind of like hit the wall, and I was like, even like I was drinking, I was hydrated, I felt like, I like I just didn't feel right. Like, and then like a couple weeks ago, I had the same feeling. Like I really really had to go to the bathroom, and I was just like, I had actually contemplated that. I'm like, maybe should I call an Uber or Lyft? But by the time they get here, it would be just as quick as if I just ran home or yeah. walked home, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and plus, I don't want to take the chance of accidentally crapping my pants in somebody's car, you know. Right, right. Well, see, we're we're Uber drivers, so we're we're more yeah. considerate to other people. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? So, so you haven't had anybody puke? You had somebody maybe wet themselves though. That's I'm, I don't know which I'm is worse. Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say puke. Mm -hmm. Chunk, that stinks the, 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 yeah. and the chunk factor the chunk factor yeah. see the pee you're just kind of scrubbing out a stain if it's you know it may smell or not but vomit is always a chunk factor so any cleansing of that you got to pick shit up you know yeah do you, do you have a dash cam in your car no i do not i plan on getting uh, one soon. yeah you should get one i don't know if you listen to the rideshare rodeo podcast or sometimes uh, I, I follow it on spotify did you see the he did one with this guy it's called um Oh, I forgot the name of it. Uh, dash view or it's, it's, it's a dash cam that's constantly uploading to the cloud. Oh, I saw, so, an, I saw an advertisement for it. Yeah. Um, cause I've, I actually looked into that and it's like super expensive cause like you're constantly uploading or whatever, but the way that they did this one, uh, let me see. Uh, if you're, Display ride, that's it. Yeah, so check out uh, display ride because then, like, if even if like, you get carjacked, if the worst should happen to you, because like you know, I follow the news, um, yes. And usually, like, a lot of people, if they're carjacking an Uber or Lyft driver or just anybody who has a dash cam, what they'll do is they'll actually take the the camera with them, and if like if your camera just downloads to the uh, memory card within the camera, like it's no good. But if it's uploading to the cloud, even if right. they take the camera, it's already that information is already, you know, stored somewhere on a server somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if this display ride if I mean, yeah, if you're a full time Uber or Lyft driver, I would definitely recommend it. Absolutely. I just I don't know how much it costs as far as like I think there's a monthly subscription or whatever. But yeah, uh, I believe it is a subscription. And um, I think they can take it out of your Uber, out of your Uber accounts. Mm -hmm. Did you see? Um. Cause I used to have, I don't know if you saw any of my real old videos. I used to have in the internal dash cam, it had a night vision uh, camera on it. And actually there's like two or three videos on, on this channel, but you have to, if you sort my videos from oldest to newest, you'll see them. Um, so like, even if it's in the middle of the day, like, it, like everything is like this pink kind of sheen to it. Um, I, I got rid of that camera like a year or two ago. And like the camera I have now, it just shoots in, 1080p you know outside the car and inside the car and i got it mostly because like i knew i was going to make videos so i can instead of having to like you know set up a camera or another phone right. i got my dash cam right there and like if as long as the car is turned on even actually if it's not turned mine has a, a parking feature on it so like as long as the battery has a charge that dash cam is still rolling so if i get somebody hits and runs me when the car is parked um it'll 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 pick up on it and it'll save that footage. It's called the Blackview 
750 okay. or something yeah okay yeah I'm remind me up. after we wrap i'll send you a link i mean it's okay. expensive but you know it's like that's the things with like your cars like the weather tech floorboards it's like you're gonna have your car for years you might as well invest you know invest in it you know take care of your car it's gonna last a while like like i said like you know getting getting your car washed all the time you know it's gonna help yeah at least you don't get snow in la <laughs> No Oops. doubt. It, it, it will soon. <laughs> Sorry, I just hit play on the Ride Share Rodeo podcast. Hold, hold on one second, brother. My, my daughter's calling sure. me. Yes. I'm live right now, so you may have to wait for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I'm off of here, I'll figure it out. <laughs> she waved at you. Uh, Sorry, Sorry about that. That's funny. It's a uh, yeah, ten o'clock is when my cat's automatic feeder. So they, get, <laughs> they get their canned cat food at ten every night. Nice. Although usually right now they they're jumping all over me like we want to eat. Yeah, they want but, some uh, attention. I got a cat too. Oh yeah. Yeah, his name is Mister Gray. Uh, is he gray? <laughs> yes. Yes, gray with gray eyes. Both of mine are ginger. Yeah. Oh, nice. By the way, we got a couple of new people in the chat. Grub Warp is here. Hey, what's going on? And Cheryl Kaufman. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, hey. So it's funny. This list of questions I have is mostly for um, like food delivery drivers. So, I, I mean, I guess my question would be, why do you only do rideshare? Why not do, I mean, you're on with Uber anyway. Why not do Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, Instacart? That just... I don't know. It's the the it's the people. The people that <laughs> the people make you know Uber Uber for me. Cause I talk to people. Like I talk to people all day long. So I just I love the interactions. I love the stories. I met some real cool people. Um I I got stories that I want to share and sometimes I get to share my stuff. I had I've had drug addicts in my car, uh, I've had alcoholics. Um, and usually when something comes up in the conversation where I just kind of throw in my 14 years of sobriety or something, and usually women. They always can relate to that because their husband's an alcoholic. I met a young man who's a young guy. He was probably 25. His wife was alcoholic and she had just passed away from, uh, I think, liver cancer or something. But um, that kind of stuff right there, I, I just I, I know I wouldn't get that if I was just dropping food on the porch. And the human yeah. interaction, it's, it's, it's important to me. I love it. That, that was my favorite part of being at the DMV because so many people and. I'm not one of those people who who was a coworker and I said, oh, your your coworkers aren't your family. Nah, if you have work with for eight or nine hours with these people, these are your friends. These are your brothers and sisters and cousins. So just that interaction, I missed that being at work immediately when I quit. So those people became my coworkers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can see if you're a real people person like that, then I can I can certainly understand doing rideshare driving. But I mean, as somebody who's done, I've done it all. You know, like. There's there's five sectors to so like the app based gig economy. So you have number one is Uber and Lyft. Uber started all. Number two is your food delivery, Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash. Number three is your grocery delivery, Instacart, Ship, Corner Shop. Number four is your logistics delivery, like Amazon Flex, Spark, Roadie, Dispatch, where you're just delivering packages or miscellaneous. Like it's not food, you know, and it's not people. It's just like car parts and stuff like that. And then your fifth one is your chore monkey ones like TaskRabbit, Rover, the laundry apps, things like that. So I've done them all. And I really like 
I like Instacart and Corner Shop. I like the grocery ones the best. Um, Grub Dash Eats are they can be good, especially on Friday and Saturday nights. And I like those mostly because, first of all, you drive way, way, way less miles because all you're doing is so like you're first of all you're you're saving money right there because every mile you drive is costing you money in gas. Also, Absolutely. it's it's statistically safer. I mean, you don't have you know some like a burrito has never tried to steal my car or <laughs> or slit you know or slit my throat or something you know a burrito <laughs> <laughs> i understand totally yeah and cheryl said um rideshare scares me and being a woman yeah i mean I'll, i i think rideshare driving is i think it's sorry to say i think it's it's a man's world you know yeah yeah from just just from the experiences i mean the uh you know the instances that i've seen and the the news that i've heard yeah i I wouldn't say women shouldn't do it but if you're gonna do it have some mace have yeah you know you know take some defensive you have to you know defensive self-defense course or something you know yeah i have i have a couple of videos where i'm i'm encouraging people to be as safe as they possibly can i'm not gonna sound here what i say on my videos but go watch the videos about what you got to do to be safe while you're driving out there ladies yeah. And I'd imagine like it's, I mean, California, LA, I mean, it's, I'd imagine it's really, really difficult to get a concealed carry or a gun at all. You know, I think it's getting easier. Just, just, mm-hmm. I, I kind of started researching it. And and if from what, from what I see, if you can prove that you need it mm-hmm. and you're a good person, then they'll mm-hmm. give it to you. You have a lot of people that'll tell you, oh, it's this, it's that, and other thing, but none of those people have a CCW or a license. Yeah. So if you don't have it, then you can't tell me, but you're telling me secondhand information. You know what's funny is Florida is a pretty good uh two-way state, but you 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 still have to get a concealed carry. Although they're I've heard I'm not sure if this is true, um, but like they're considering going full constitutional carry so like you wouldn't even need a ccw but i don't know we're kind of getting off topic here it's well, just whenever we, when we talk about that i always go these guns yeah no i understand i think <laughs> I, I don't know i, I if if I, I will we'll end it on this note if california <laughs> switched over to constitutional carry i wouldn't be against it at all yeah i wouldn't be you ever thought i don't know i don't know what it's like i mean i guess if you're born if you're la is your hometown well i mean I left, you know, like I said, I grew up in New York and I get also because like I was in the Navy and I had lived in Illinois for a year. I lived in Virginia for like five years. Um, And so having seen what else there is in the country and also like I moved to Florida because I had friends also from upstate New York um, who moved down here uh, about five or six months before I did. And like they were just raving about it, you know, like, oh, it's so awesome here. It's so chill. It's no state income tax. Cost of living is so much cheaper unless you buy a brand new house. That's the only thing that's more expensive here. But, um, you know, and then I, I got laid off from my job up there. And uh, like, I just kind of saw this is, again, this is way, way, way before COVID. And I'm I'm glad I was down in Florida for COVID. Oh yeah, something I wanted to ask you. Um, do you guys in LA? Do you still have to wear a mask when you're driving? Oh, you- um, yes. Last time I haven't dri- I haven't driven in a couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, last time I was in the car was like what's today? Maybe Thursday or Friday. Yes, mm-hmm. um, they lifted it for one day last week. Mm-hmm. Next day it was back. Yeah, Hannibal. He's in Brooklyn, and he said he had a even though like Uber and Lyft got rid of the mask requirements. Um, like I know, I think it's like LA, Chicago, New York seattle they still have they still have to wear them there you know yeah Yeah. so 
Did you ever put up like a, a, a shower curtain or some kind of barrier? No. So before I was driving Uber, when I was at the DMV, I was still uh, at the DMV when the pandemic hit. So when everything sort of died down, I was still doing drive test examinations. Uh, we were masked up. We had gloves on. They had we had special smocks. I stopped wearing all that stuff after a while. But um, I, I don't know. I just became accustomed to doing whatever I had to do to you know stay as safe as I could. So by the time I got to Uber, I wasn't worried about any kind of guards or anything. I'd been mm-hmm. exposed to it numerous times and I hadn't caught it. I, so man, no reason to yeah. do all that. I, I, I feel a lot of times those things just build anxiety in people. You know, they yeah. want to be safe. But if you walk into a place that's full of vinyl barriers and everybody's covered completely from head to toe with gloves and they're all sterile, that's kind of like, wow, uh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I said, I got to show I got to show you the mask. Hang, if I, I think I got it over here. Hang on a sec. Cheryl says a little hesitant on Uber driver. I, I like it because I like people, Cheryl. I love people. So mm-hmm. Uber driving Uber is fun for me. So many different conversations. I have a this like mesh mask, and it's like you can clearly see my mouth move and everything underneath it. It's like uh it's like a FU mask. Like it's <laughs> like um, but I, I think it's in the closet. I don't know where it is right now, but I just thought that was funny. Anyway, um, before we wrap, I just want to ask you about like your video. Um, so like, you know, like I said, you got those special effects. I like how you keep your videos fairly short, you know, like, and actually some of them are like almost like shorts. They're like, you know, more than a minute, but less than two or three. Um, what's, uh, do you use Adobe Premiere or Final Cut? You know, like, what do you use for editing software? Um, How long does it take you to make a video? It takes me, I don't know. It depends. It depends. Yeah. It really all depends. Some days, you know, like some of my videos, I just kind of go in on the editing and the effects. And sometimes I'm just, I just want to be straightforward with it. But I don't know. It takes me a couple of hours maybe to do a video. I do it. Generally, I'll do a video, edit it, and I'll put it out that night. But mm-hmm. um, now my, my editing software, I use a lot of different stuff. I use a mm-hmm. lot of different stuff. I just, I don't know. A little bit of this and a little bit of that, but Power Director 365 for the most part is my main engine. But I've um so my 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 home office setup that I have now, I purchased this when I left the DMV. So before that, a lot I was doing music and doing graphics, doing videos, doing all this stuff, but I was just using phones and tablets. So I learned how to kind of nickel and dime from this app and that app and put things together. So as now where I have uh, where I have my my Adobe house and I have Coral Draw and I have Power Director and all these other things, I still use the same kind of technique. So I might take a piece from over here and put it over here and then take a piece and bring it back. So, you know, I just mm-hmm. I try to I try to keep it cool. <laughs> so you self-taught or do you like yes. watch YouTube videos? Or? Uh, I started watching YouTube videos because about a year ago. It just sort of dawned on me that I'm not as smart as I thought I was and that education would really help me. Like in school, I was a smart kid, so I never got pushed. It was never a reason for me to do anything more because, oh, you're smart. Okay, cool. I never wanted to learn anything until I started learning about videos, learning about music production, learning about putting together shirts and stuff like that. At that point, I said, oh, wow, what more can I learn to make it even better? So I sit here watching videos, listening to podcasts while I drive. I'm self-taught, though. Everything I do, I learned how to do it myself. I don't ask anybody to help me because I don't think that that would really be a trophy 
if I ask you to hand it to me or let me stand on your back while I reach it. Do you ever hear that uh, Mitch Hedberg joke? He's like, I don't know how to play guitar. I taught myself how to play guitar, but I didn't know how to play. So I was a shitty teacher. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if you don't know how to do something, don't teach yourself how to do it. No, I taught myself how to do it, brother. And I make money I every day doing my things. I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you about, you still there? Okay. Your video mm -hmm. froze for a sec. Um, you got your, your whole t-shirt business too. So that's something, is that something you do like out of your garage or do you have like a warehouse or how does that work? Today actually is the, today the process changed. Before today I had a third party. Um, so you go to my website, see whatever I designed, buy it. I have this third party that drop ships it to you. Last week I bought a heat press uh, and today I brought the printer. So we just eliminated the third party. So now we'll be doing it out the living room or the dining room, or if I decide to move over to my parents' house and use their garage. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have the factory at home as of right now. Cool. Do you think like that's something you might parlay into a a career? Well, that's why I don't want to be driving Uber. That's why I don't want to be driving Uber the rest of your life, right? I've, I've already, <laughs> I've already, I've already sent it up to the heavens that I'm not going to be driving Uber for too much longer because I have a few different businesses and they're all kind of coming to fruition right now. So I'm just being patient, but at the same time, stacking my ducks in a particular row, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Bentley Coop, AKA DoorDash Diaries, but he also, he's in the same position. Like he, he has like a whole brand and, um, you know, like, so like he, it's not just like t-shirts. Like he has like a whole, a, clothes like men and women i guess i, I don't know like oh yeah i do yeah it, that's but... what i do i do everything yeah. i do everything yeah. hats sweatshirts socks yeah. so i think i think he just does doordash on the weekends mostly so he has something to make videos about but well anyway. that's, that's actually that's where i want to get to i want to get to a point where driving uber isn't to sustain anything but to just con uh, keep it going keep the motivation and the uh, momentum going yeah i've noticed that a lot of people uh who do gig work they they have like that real entrepreneurial spirit and then it's kind of like uh like a night and day like opposite ends of the spectrum is i don't know if you like are uh, follow twitter or like another like political like people who were like really pro ab5 and like um anti prop 22 and like there's a whole bunch of stuff like that going on in washington of people who they hate uber lyft doordash they hate them with a passion and they want them to be their boss you know <laughs> Yeah. I've never understood that. It's like this, and I'm trying not to get political here, but um, just that kind of beta. I mean, it's certainly a W2 mentality. It's it's a very Marxist kind of mentality of just the oppressor and the oppressed. And then people like us are on the complete opposite end of like, no, like you're your own boss. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is, I don't, I don't think being a gig worker is quite the same as being a small business owner. I mean, it's like, no, kind of like no. it's, it's adjacent. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, the, the video I made today is, has, it, it hits on a lot of similar points. I think we have a lot of similar perspectives and part of the video I'm saying, Hey man, the pink elephant is, doesn't really last that long. So like your perspective mm -hmm. of, of jumping into this because you're your own boss and you own your own business. Now that's going to, be jilted a little bit because reality is going to hit in after a while and you're going to, you know, it, it's not going to be so cut and dry. I'll put it that way. It's not so cut and dry. And I think that that's uh, heartbreaking for some people. Some people come into 
Uber with that mentality and don't really realize that you still have to work hard. And even if you don't want to use the J word, this is still your job. So there's a still yeah. a certain amount of responsibility. You still owe Uber. So we might not clock in, but every time I turn on my app, nah, I'm clocking in. Uh, occasionally yeah. I have to refresh my photo to let Uber know that it's me. So I, 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 I run my, I run a couple of little small businesses. So today I had a phone call in the morning and I had an email in the afternoon and somebody else called me l- later on. So it was like, I had to field those calls and I had to leave and go buy stuff and do that. That was being your own boss because I had to spend money on my pocket and hopefully I get it back from this lady for this order versus Uber has a special tomorrow where I can make bonus money from seven to nine. So let me make sure I have my ass up and outside so I can get that extra money. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like being a gig worker. It's, it's not an employee, but it's not, you're not a a small business owner. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, you can incorporate if you want. um, But you have to approach it as like these companies, you don't owe them anything. Like right. that's why you're allowed to decline infinite rides or orders or jobs or whatever. You're under no obligation to accept anything. Although if you do accept a ride, a job or whatever, then like you've committed to something and then like you only have a certain uh, threshold where you can yeah. change your mind. Cause you know, yeah. like mostly a lot of these apps, if you, if your cancellation rate is too high or completion rate is too low, they can deactivate you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of like having that, that commitment. It's also a way that they kind of get you to kind of commit to just doing their app. Yeah. But like none of these apps, I mean, if, if you can get by doing just one app, great. I mean, I think everybody, you should always have at least one, if not two, three, four backups because, you know, all it takes is one, you know, cheating ass, lying ass customer yeah. to say say something about you, and yeah. you're gone. Like, I mean, there is like slight, slight um, uh, due process. Like, if you would have to go, like, you'd have to basically lawyer up and like, you know, but like, I don't know. This is my phone, and it's like here's like a bunch of apps I work for: Amazon, Curry, Dispatch, DoorDash, Grubhub, Instacart, Roadie, Walmart, Spark, Uber. And then like there's Para and Gridwise and the timestamp camera app. Actually, I have even more apps than this, but I just deleted them. Like there's there's a bunch of apps that are only I can only get on if I'm down in like Orlando, Orlando, because I'm like 20 minutes outside of Orlando. And there's other apps that they're great if you're down there. But I actually I try to stay up here. It's nice, nice like right where I live is a perfect um, place where it's like it's just all suburbs, but it's busy enough. That there's enough work that you don't really have to go downtown you know yeah that's that's kind of how the 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 area that i live in when i first started i would try to get uber to do what i wanted it to do i drive over here and start my rides i was trying to you know outsmart the 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 algorithm i don't do that anymore i go outside turn it on and as soon as i turn it on i got a ride around the corner it's going to shoot me across town but it's 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 pretty it's big but it's local you know what i mean it kind of keeps me a rotation in the same areas What's the what's the furthest you ever wound up away from home? Uh, whatever is north of the city of Pasadena. 
I don't even know what city it was because it was nothing but mountains. And it was the <laughs> end. It was the end or the beginning of the 110 freeway. And that was built a long time ago. But I drove all the way to the very beginning or end of it. And it was on. It was north of Pasadena. I don't even know what city it was. I just turned around and came back. It was when I first started. So I didn't turn on my um, <laughs> my trip radar, uh, my, my destination filter Des or anything. I just when I first started Uber. It, uh, my first month was disappointing because I didn't really learn how to drive Uber. I just started doing it because it seemed cut and dry. Yeah. So I'd get taken out far. And in my mind, I didn't want to get taken out any further. So let me turn around and go back home. After a month, it took me a month of driving to even know about the trip destination. And I said, wow, that's crazy as hell. All the money and gas and time <laughs> that I wasted because I didn't know how to get back home. And here it is right here. Yeah. So that's, I was disappointed. That's I people... almost quit. Yeah, a lot of people go into Uber and Lyft because they think it's easy. You're like, yeah. oh, just driving people around, you have to get out of the yeah. car. That's what's easier than that. But I mean, there's there's a lot of finesse to it, you know. It took me about so. six months to really learn that, and I and I feel like a lot of people probably get to that six month point and break and just say, you know what, I'll go do something else. But you got to persevere for something you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. I got an end right. game here. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going for a while. I think this is a good place to wrap. Yes, sir. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Obviously uber guy tony on youtube yes sir you can find me um well um I'm, you, you can go to uh i'm on twitter and i'm on instagram uber guy tony um i believe it's one word on both but there's no other uber guy tony's you can um go to my link tree it's a uh, link tree link l-i-n-k-t-r dot e, -E, -E yeah. yeah tony grants t-o-n-y-g-r-a-n-d-s got a lot I'll of businesses okay yeah i'll put absolutely. a link in the show notes and uh yeah that's that, i love those link trees you yeah, know, I'm, I'm on my Instagram. If I try to put Linktree as my uh, as my one URL on Instagram, it'll say this is spam. But I mean, I'll, they, they let other people use it. I get you must need like a thousand followers or something before. No, nah, because I have mine on there. Um, maybe it's the format of it. Are you trying HTTPS in front of it? Yeah. Or maybe maybe take that off and just put www. Sometimes it, it won't accept a certain format, but it should take it. No, I think it's just. I think you have to have a certain number of followers or something. Yeah. Well, also because like I, my last Instagram account I nuked and I started a new one because like the one the GigTube one right now only has like uh, 134 followers. My last one had over a thousand. Mm. I really need to get GigTube.com. Well, I have GigTube.com. I just need somebody to build a website for me. Well, <laughs> just never get around to it. Yeah. Well, if you don't know anybody, I know someone that'll take good care of you. Cool. All right. Thanks to Uber guy, Tony, check him out. If you're one, I don't know what your schedule is like, but um, Hannibal and I, we do the new show Monday nights at 10 Eastern. Then Steve and I do it on Thursday mornings at eight 30, which is like five 30 your time. So um, if you're want to sit in on one of those shows, let me know. Yeah, I would love to brother. Heck yeah. Cool. All right. Hope everybody out there had a good night and uh, you know, be safe and we will see you. I will see you Thursday morning for gig news this morning. All right. And I'll see, I'll see you guys at the red lights. Hey, yep. I appreciate you, Chad. Thank you. Thank you for tapping in with me, Chad. You're a good guy. Yep. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Later, guys.